for yourself during the times when uh, you are just you may be confused during the times when you need encouragement but you can't really express it because you feel like oh they may not understand right and it can get really draining in fact that's one of the reasons why people have ditched god's plan and pursued their own even after recording this is the unfiltered conversations i'm your host yakira and over here we talk about all things young adults from faith to lifestyle to relationships and career everyone gets a seat at the table so grab a popcorn and enjoy hey guys welcome back to another episode of the unfiltered conversations i'm your girl yakira and welcome if you are a first time listener welcome over here we have interesting conversations around issues affecting young believers and if you are a returning person i love you and you are the vibe (laughs) anyway so welcome welcome to this episode first of all before we even go into like the episode i just want to say happy new month i'm currently recording this on july 1st 2023 by 12 52 a.m and so if you know if you, whenever you're listening anyways happy new month i pray that this month is blessed for you and your family and i pray that you grow in knowledge of christ this month okay um also past two weeks have been <laughs> It's been a bit of hilter-skelter for me, and um, yeah, I just thought to share, though it's kind of linked to the topic for today, but you know, I'll just say that um, this past two weeks, I've had to learn to give the word of God and prayer first place much more, um, simply because, apart from the fact that, you know, it is necessary for growth as believers, but also because it helps us, it helps, it helped me, should I say it helped me, or just it helps us stay sane, right, it helps us have a sound mind, or because we already know that we have a sound mind, right, the Bible tells us that, you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, we know we already do, but, you know, giving ourselves the things of the spirit helps us to, you know, walk in the spirit, you know easier to walk in who we are easily right so that was how it was um quite a number of things came to shake me right but i thank god because he preserved me and you know i am back and i am better (laughs) yes i definitely am better because i know how to handle just life in general but anyways i'm just i'm going to give details i know that's very vague i'm going to give details as we move into days episode right so um today's topic i'm not really sure if this is going to be the topic you know that i'm going to post out but uh what i have here is when it feels like no one understands you i know it's kind of weird but it's just something it's something that i have gone through and it's something i know a lot of believers have gone through as well especially in this day and time when um it's just kind of it's it's always been difficult to live you know 
life not difficult because we have the spirit of god but it's not the easiest thing to you know live for christ in this day and time it has never been easy anyway but you know in this day and time when the internet has made the world a small village right it can be instead of it helping us as children of god to find community you know there is a tendency for us to even feel more isolated right there is a tendency for us to feel more isolated and that's because number one um with the increase in the use of you know technology and um you know things like phones internet social media there is also a reduced um emotional connection between people and there's no relationship that can really thrive if people are not vulnerable with each other and that is something that has become increasingly not like that is not seen as much anymore (laughs) excuse me and so this that is the reason why this is a very important topic okay because we understand that one of the most vital things for believers in our work with god is community okay just like any everything in life you know there's nothing in this world that you want to be good at that you won't thrive when you're in a community of people good at it there is nothing that you know you want to improve upon that you won't be able to improve upon if you're around people that are improving on that same thing right we are social beings right and even as children of god you know god has told us not to forsake the assembly of the brethren we know that we have been born into a family right we've been grafted into the family of god so it's not just you you're not the only believer (laughs) you know we know that christ is the perpetration of our own sins and the sins of the whole world and so the gospel is for everybody the gospel the good news about christ is for every single person okay and so it is very important that we are surrounded by people that will help us to strengthen our convictions it's important that we are surrounded by people that believe the same things that we do right and it will help us train that will just strengthen us in the faith and you know we see that pattern in scripture that that's a pattern that we see in scripture i'm not going to go into that yet i'm going to go into that yet but i just want to give a little bit of backstory for myself then i'll move into scripture and then you know, we'll look at how to deal with it. Um, for me, um, <laughs> my own was, I don't know, I, I have lived a pretty unconventional life. Though it doesn't make sense because there's no, like, most people, nobody's life is the same as that of another person. So at the end of the day, we are all living unconventional lives because our lives are not the same. Okay, but I'll just say, like, compared with maybe status quo, my life has been pretty unconventional in the sense that you know when i found christ or not when i found christ to be honest (laughs) when jesus found me okay he found me with people obviously you know people taught me i'm not a self-made woman no i was taught by people i'm still being taught by people i'll continue to be taught by people okay so after that time i you know joined a fellowship at school that time you know and so at that time i i was in the fellowship and i was i was attending but because i didn't want to join the main church because it was a fellowship of a church so i didn't want to join the main church so i i wasn't i didn't really invest myself and my you know efforts into the fellowship so they won't think that oh 
I want to join the main church because at that time I didn't know which church I wanted to attend, right? So the next year, and by this you can even probably guess the year. The next year was COVID nineteen. <laughs> the year after, because it was towards the end of the previous year. So the year after was the year of COVID, and so we were all at home. And at that time, I had community, but it wasn't. It wasn't as serious. It wasn't as and also around that time the year before i was also in a unit you know at the chapel of my school so i was in a unit i was in two units to be honest but i was more active in one so i had like people around me but you know as someone that i have just been i have always been someone that prioritized you know growth in christ sound doctrine and all of that so at first, you know, I was okay with where I was, but as time went on, I began to see that if I really want to go in Christ Jesus, I have to, like, remove myself from certain circles. And I think that's the first thing I want to say, okay? That's where I want to start from. I want you to hear what I'm saying, and I want you to hear what I'm not saying. I am not saying that any people group or any group of Christians are condemned in any way simply because they don't believe, you know, the same things that we do. No. You know, at the end of the day, you are in that gathering both to give and to receive, okay? Nobody's supposed to be a giver alone. Nobody's supposed to be a receiver alone. Why? Because we have all received the Spirit. But you see, um, one of the greatest limitations in the life of a believer is the kind of influence they allow themselves to be exposed to. So if you want to know a believer that's going to grow, the believer is going to be surrounded by people that are growing in the knowledge of christ okay and so it is your job it is my job to recognize if these people are actually sticking with the pure doctrine of christ and to draw away if they are not that doesn't mean that they are bad people that doesn't mean they are not god's children that doesn't mean that they are not human beings that doesn't mean they don't deserve love or anything of that such of that sort rather excuse me but it just means that for your own growth for your own progress and joy you may have to leave certain circles right so that was what i did and in 22 in, in the covid year <laughs> i don't know i don't want to say the year but in the covid year anyway so i just you know i just i just wasn't active as much in any gathering as such yeah i wasn't i was doing most of my study myself and honestly it wasn't good to be honest because i almost landed in a lot of error at that time, I almost landed in a lot of error. God is just the one that preserved me because I was really inquisitive. I was really curious for knowledge. So I looked in a lot of wrong places, okay? <laughs> I remember that time that I used to browse. I really used to browse, you know, questions about God. And while that is not entirely wrong, right? Simply because you can't... Um, the Bible is, is not supposed to be subject to personal interpretation. But people subjected to personal interpretation right so at the end of the day it's up to you to decide okay um is this person interpreting the bible correctly is this person a you know student of god's word an acquisition of god's word if the person is not it is best for you it is best for those that will hear you that you move away right but i didn't know all these things because i was just i mean i literally just heard the gospel the year before so I look for answers in the wrong places, but I thank God 
you know, he preserved me. There were those things that did not just make sense. You know, they didn't just align with what I was saying in God's word. So I didn't take them on. Okay. So fast forward, fast forward, I joined, you know, a fellowship at school and I started attending and, you know, like that, like that. Then I left school. Okay. I left school like some years after and, hmm, let me just say, let me just say that it's been a rough ride. Not a rough ride in the sense that I don't have believers around me. I do. I do. I do actively. Right. I have believing friends. Right. Around that time of COVID, around the COVID year time, I was I was really keen on because the my friends, the friends I had at that time mm-hmm, were not like serious about the things of God. So I knew that if I really wanted to grow as a believer, I needed godly friendship. So you know, as God, as God is just a provider, he provided friends for me, and, you know, I, I got godly friends, you know, I made a lot of believing friends, right, and I don't even take it for granted at all, so, yeah, I was talking about, you know, the fact that I left school, and um, it just seemed like God was taking me on a separate trajectory from what I was going on, what I was on before, okay, um, you know, I think that's something I want to say. Yeah, that's something I want to also touch on. Being on the path of God's will for your life will get lonely. Yes, I said it. (laughs) Being on God's plan and God's path for your life will get lonely. It doesn't mean that you won't have people around you. It doesn't mean that you won't have people you know to talk to. It doesn't have mean that you know you will not have friends. It just mean it just means you may not have people that understand completely, you know, what you're going through, the kind of sacrifices you're making and how you know what exactly God has spoken about you or to you. Right? And it can get really lonely, especially during the times when you are not sure of yourself, during the times when uh, you are just you may be confused during the times when you need encouragement but you can't really express it because you feel like oh they may not understand right and it can get really draining in fact that's one of the reasons why people have ditched god's plan and pursued their own simply because they don't want to be alone simply because they can't bear the thought of you know starting something new the thought of and doing something that nobody knows you know because the the normal well i say the normal now or our inclinations towards new things or not new things per se but just our inclinations towards things that we don't understand is to condemn it okay generally speaking it takes a man that is walking in the spirit to see something you know that someone is doing and even though it is unconventional even though you know it probably doesn't make sense to him but he recognizes that mm, the spirit of God is here, you know. I even if at the end of the day, I, my mind will catch up, but I know for now that you know God is working in this midst, in the midst of these people, and I recognize His work here. So it takes a man that is working in the spirit to be able to see that. But back to my point, right? It can get really lonely. Honestly, it can get really, 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 really lonely. Okay, it can get really lonely, and simply because we. We don't really like being at the other side of people's criticisms and people's, you know, opinions about us. You know, there's always the temptation to just want to do what everybody's doing. 
but working with God has made me see that that's not possible. That is not possible. Jesus did not do what everybody was doing, right? When I was thinking about, you know, what would I say about this topic? The example of Jesus just kept ringing in my head. Like, of course, Jesus is even our own perfect example. So at the end of the day, he's the one that we'll look at, right? And when we look at Jesus, what do we see? We see someone that was going to be the savior of the whole world, someone that was going to someone that was going to, you know, dare arise again to give all of us life. However, his close companions, you know, his disciples, what did they do? They deserted him. Do you know how crazy that was? They saw something they didn't understand, they saw something they were afraid of, and they left him. The same people that were gonna take his message to the ends of the earth, they left him. They left him on the cross. Even when, you know, he was on he was at the garden of Gethsemane and was praying to God, they slept. So at the end of the day, it was basically just Jesus and God, right? Jesus and the Spirit of God passing through that difficult time. And that brings me to my next point. Look, it is good to have men around you. In fact, it is vital, it is necessary for any movement to spread, for any movement to make impact it has to have men however the man of god the minister of god must realize that number one number one our sponsorship our sponsorship is the spirit of god inside of us the spirit of god inside of us is the help the primary help that we need you know we know from scripture from rightly understanding genesis that when god said I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to make a help meet for him. That's for the first man. It wasn't the woman, okay? It wasn't the woman. It was the spirit of God that God was going to put inside of the man. It was the spirit of God. And so we have received the helper who is the spirit of God. He is the one that we need to do all that God will have us do. And so even in times where it seems like we're lonely, even in times where it seems like we we don't really understand what's going on, you know, when it seems like we are the only ones that really understand what God is saying and you can't really just convince people, you are finding it difficult to convince people. In fact, it is not your job to convince people of God's plan. It's not your job. It is not your job. Your own is to obey the Lord. He is the one that will convince the men that will do the work with you. It is not your job. You obey the instructions of the Lord and you trust that he's going to bring the men your way that will help you on the work. Right? Of course, you're going to have to pray for them because we understand that even if something is God's will, it won't happen automatically. You know, men have their own will. We make our own choices. However, you know, we have the Spirit of God and so the Spirit of God influences our choices, right? And so we walk in God's way when we allow ourselves to be influenced influenced by the Spirit of God, right? So back to what I was saying, the Spirit of God is your, is your, he is your sponsorship. He is all that you need. Even in times when it seems like you don't understand what's happening, even in times when it's, it seems like, oh, Everything is just upside down, you know, in times when you don't even understand your own life yourself. The Spirit of God inside of you is all that you need. He is all that you need. 
He is the enablement, the sufficiency that you need. He is the one that will bring the men that you need your way. He is able to meet all your needs as you go through this path. This is something that I have come to see, right? Of course, I know it from scripture, but even experientially, I have come to see that at the end of the day, no man can do what the Holy Spirit can, does for us or in us. No man, no man. No matter how you know supportive he is, no matter what, our sufficiency will still be Christ. Our sufficiency will still be the strength of the Lord. No matter what, um, no matter what we, you know, we know as believers, we try to help each other. We pray for each other. And at the end of the day, you having men around you, it's more important that they pray for you, that they, you know, they love you than that they understand what you're doing. Yeah. As long as it is not contradicting the word of God, even if they don't understand the whole scope of the assignment, it is much more important that they give themselves to praying for you, that they give themselves to ministering to you, you know, letting the spirit of God use them for you. That is much more important. Even if they don't understand you, even if they don't understand what you're doing, even if they don't understand, you know, the life that, you know, maybe God has called you to live or certain decisions about certain things. You, what you need are supportive friends that will support you even in times and seasons where things are just going awire, not awire per se, but things are looking quite confusing and, you know, you you just don't know or you know but you just don't know how you're gonna get to where god wants you to go another thing is at the end of the day you're gonna find your friends when you're doing what you're called to do you see at the end of the day the people that are going to do ministry you are going are supposed to find you doing ministry you may not be able to see the friends that you want or not necessarily that you want or that will actually help your life if they don't know who you are because at the end of the day nobody wants a one-sided friendship at the end of the day we all want to you know we all want we all want someone to give to us we all want to receive you know from someone as well and so you want to be someone that is pursuing god's plan for you it's just like a life partner as well you know, you, you're not going to wait till you find a husband or you till you find a wife before you say yes to, you know, the instructions and the plans of God. That is the wrong, that's very wrong. Ex- except you received, like, an inst- a clear-cut instruction that you should wait. There is no reason why you should wait for your husband or your wife before you pursue God's plans. Because at the end of the day, you were not created as your husband or your wife. You were created as a servant of God. God has rebirthed you by the Spirit of God into servanthood into ministry and so that is the purpose of your life that's the primary reason why you were created in christ jesus and that's why you're on earth so at the end of the day and that partner is supposed to find you doing what god will have you do that person is supposed to find you on the way running the race that god has set before you and so it's the same thing for friendships as well you want to find your friends while you're doing what god will have you do so that they will have the choice okay will i accept will i not accept if they won't accept fine if they will accept then they know who you are they know what you're about and at the end of the day even we ourselves we should have the disposition where you know even when it comes to our christian friends we understand that sometimes god's plan we may not be able to discern it clearly however it's our job to 
it's our job to see what God is doing in our to honor what God is doing in our friends and not to see them finish. Because that's something that also happens in guardians of believers, right? Just because someone is your friend doesn't mean that that person is not a minister of God. That doesn't change the fact that that person is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Doesn't change the fact that that person is the move of God. Right? And doesn't change the fact that God will use that person over and over to be a blessing to you. So it is very important. It is very, very, very important that we discern ourselves clearly that we discern ourselves clearly that we understand that each and every one of us have a part to play in god's grand plan in god's grand plan to reconcile all men to himself and so you know no matter how that plan or that purpose looks like we are supposed to run at it even if in those times especially when it's just starting out and when we are launching into the deep and when we're you know, walking on water, choosing to trust the word of God and just, you know, obeying his word. Even when it looks like we are on lonely waters, even when it looks like, you know, everything around us doesn't align, we continue to trust God and we trust that he's able to bring the people that we need around us our way. Right? This is actually very, very vital. This is very vital. And it's going to be so important that you remind yourself of this very often. Right, you remind yourself of this very often. God is able to provide the men that you need for whatever you have you do. You will never be lacking in men. You will never be lacking in men. It's something to tell yourself. It's something to decree over yourself. Right, the people that will assist you, the people that will help you, the people that will strengthen you when you're down, God will make them available to you. Because at the end of the day, God's will for each one of us is relationships and community. God has designed for all of us to be part of his family and his will for us is that we live in the perfect bond of unity by love. And so at the end of the day, we it is our responsibility to walk in love towards each other and to strengthen weak needs, strengthen feeble needs and be blessings to each other. That is how the local church is supposed to function. That is how the local church is supposed to function. But even when you're not surrounded by men that have this understanding, you can be rest assured that even though the path looks lonely, even though it seems like you are the only one going through this thing, even if it seems like <laughs> even if it seems like you're the only one, you're not the only one. And that's the truth. Even if it seems like no one understands you, no one sees your tears, no one sees your tired hands and feet. No one sees the effort you're putting in. You're not doing it for any man. You see, we don't live as men pleasers. We are not living to please men. No. We are living to please Christ. Paul said if he lived to please men, he would not be a servant of Christ. And that's supposed to be our disposition as well. We understand that Jesus Christ is the one we answer to. We understand that Jesus Christ is the one we we'll give account to. We understand that Jesus is the one we are supposed to be faithful to, right? At the end of the day, we are faithful to Jesus. And so because of that, we are faithful to his men. That is how we are supposed to function. We are faithful to him. And so we are faithful to his men. So at the end of the day, it is your duty. It is my duty to recognize when it is just I service and to recognize when we are actually doing it by the leading of the spirit. 
You don't need the approval of any man to do what God will have you do. You don't need anybody to approve of you. You don't need anybody to like you. You don't need anybody to love you to do what God will have you do. No, you do not. You don't need anybody to approve. You don't need anybody to bless you, right? Of course, um, you know, you receive gifts when hands are laid on you. God uses men to bless you. God uses men to bless you. Let me repeat that. God uses men to bless you. However, it is not because it is a prerequisite in the sense that you can't do without it. Or is a prerequisite in the sense that you give up everything for the, you know, in uh, at the expense of that. You give up everything at the expense of getting the approval and the validation of men. That's where the problem lies. We don't live for the approval of any man. Because we understand that Jesus is the one with the marking scheme. <laughs> Jesus is the one with the marking guide. He's the one that we're going to give account of how we spent our lives here on earth. And he is the one to whom we owe our allegiance. We owe our allegiance to Jesus for what he has done, because of what he has done for us and in us. And because of that, we owe allegiance to his saints. And at the end of the day, we understand that the will of the Father is for the people. And so it will inform the way we make our choices. Even if you know, you're surrounded by people that are not really given to ministry, that doesn't change the fact that you have to walk in love towards them. That doesn't change the fact that you you have to continue to love them as Christ has loved you. That doesn't change it at all. We continue to treat each other as brothers and sisters no matter what. However, when it comes to the people that have access to your mind, the people that influence you, the people that you listen to, it has to be people that are walking in line with the direction that God will have you take, that are also giving to ministry themselves and are consistently, constantly walking in the Spirit of God. Because if not, you're just going to be, you may be listening to someone that will just end up taking you away from the path that God has placed you on. So let people make mistakes, you know. Even the people that are going to be around you, they're going to make mistakes sometimes. They are going to do things that you don't like. They are going to probably say or do things. Each and every one of us is growing. As believers, as people, we are all growing, right? And so at the end of the day, we have to give each other grace because we understand that God doesn't call perfect men in the sense of maybe character or attributes. No, we're already perfect in Christ. But when it comes to character attributes or what makes us qualified god doesn't call perfect men no he calls men and he enables them and so at the end of the day it is our duty to see that okay this person may be doing things like this and i may not like it or i may not agree with it but i will instead of you know maybe ostracizing the person pushing the person aside i will reach out i will speak to this person I will let God use me for this person. That is how we're supposed to live. We restore our brothers in love. We restore our sisters in love. Right? And so at the end of the day, no matter what, even if you're at the beginning of your Christian journey where you don't have Christian friends yet, or you are just at a pivotal point where you're moving from some, something familiar into something unfamiliar, you need to understand that the Spirit of God is your 
advantage. The Spirit of God is all that you need. And you will never be alone. He has said he will never leave or forsake you. So you will never, ever, ever be alone. You will never, I repeat, you will never, ever truly be alone. Because God is with you. God is in you. God is for you. And you're surrounded by a great multitude of angels. You're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. So you are not alone. God is with you every single step of the way. He's holding your hand. He's preserving and keeping you. And he's able to bring all the men that you need at every season of your life. However, your trust is not supposed to be in men, but in the God that sends the men. So yeah, I hope I was able to do justice to this topic. I hope this episode stirred you up, encouraged you. Yes, I hope this episode encouraged you. That's the major purpose for this episode, to just encourage you, okay? And it's not going to be like this forever. You know, you're going to find people that will understand you. You're going to find people that will root for you solidly. You're going to bless a lot of people if you continue on the path that God has placed you. And at the end of the day, it's the most fulfilling. It's the most blessing. It's the most joyful path, peaceful path that you can ever choose to take. Taking the path of God for your life. So yes, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I... Yeah, thank you so much. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, if you think that it's something that should be heard by more people, please share it. Please share with your friends, share with your family, you know, share it on your social media pages so that this message can reach a lot more people. Okay. And also, please leave a rating. It helps people to know that we're doing something awesome over here okay so yes thank you so much for listening to this episode if you ever have something you want to hear from me about please you can reach out to me you can reach out to me via the instagram page or send me an email i will promptly respond yes so thank you so 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 much for listening and don't forget you're never truly alone no matter how you feel you're never truly truly alone because you have the one that sticks closer than a brother you will never ever ever truly be alone love you bye